The following is a production of Cave Media and presented by Great Commission Ministries. This is the Kingdom Hero Show with Stace Massingill. Hello everyone, it's a new year and a perfect time to lay out a strategy going forward for accomplishing our duty as Christians. There's been a lot of talk about mandates, but on this first episode of the new year, I want to talk about the only mandate with eternal significance. There is only one mandate we have as followers of Christ, and that's the Great Commission, to spread the good news of Jesus to the world. There are a lot of people right now who are hurting, scared, depressed, and without hope. It is our responsibility as Christians to bring them the hope of Christ, to be a light shining in their darkness and illuminate the way to everlasting life for those who are so in need of encouragement. Only a unified church, though, will reach this divided world. So we have to put aside our petty disputes and differences and, you know, disputes about things that just don't matter and focus on what does matter. And that's reaching these lost souls for Jesus. That's our mandate. And this is our time to rise up in unity and get it done. Welcome to 2022. This can be the year We take it all back. This could be the year of the Jesus Revolution. Kingdom Heroes, it's time to answer the call. Are you ready? It all starts now. Let Let the the Kingdom kingdom Heroics begin! What are you going to do? Cry havoc and let slip the hogs of war. Dogs of war. Whatever farm animal of war, Lana. Stand by. Uh, Are you insane? No! Excuse me. What am I doing here? You are fake news. We must never shy away from moral issues just because they are political or controversial. I keep forgetting I'm president. Truth is truth, and it has no agenda, though it certainly does offend those who do have nefarious agendas. I don't know what that is, so I'm going to say yes. We should never cease to speak out for those who can't speak for themselves, such as the unborn. And we should always, always stand up against injustice. Oh, that's not right. All right, folks, hope your new year is indeed a happy one. Uh, myself, I'm, I'm mostly over this on Omicron or wherever the heck it is. Uh, and, and I guess now I have the any, anybody, so, so it's all good. It's cool. Let's start off this edition of the Kingdom Hero Show with... Our mission statement to advance the kingdom of God through study of the word and making real world application of godly character and kingdom mindedness. As always, our central theme passage of scripture is from Micah 6, 8. Seek justice, love mercy, and walk humbly with your God. With this in mind, let's get underway. There have been times in our country's history when revival took place. Great movements of God happened. You know, in the 60s, many called it the Jesus movement. But uh, well, that doesn't really cut it, in my opinion. D- don't get me wrong. Those were some mighty movements and powerful times of revival for the church. So I'm not disparaging that at all. However, think about this. A movement is something that moves a little bit and stops. That's a movement. That's not what we're called for. I think uh, we, we are called to bring about not a Jesus movement, but a Jesus revolution. What's the difference? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, remember, a movement moves a little bit and stops, but a revolution keeps coming back around. 
And whenever there has been a need for major change, the thing that was the instrument for that change was a revolution. Look at the various historical revolutions that affected real changes in the world. The best example for our nation is, of course, the American Revolution, a time that took the colonists from the stranglehold of tyranny into the creation of the greatest country ever. And yes, uh, that's what I said. Scoffers, hey, if America isn't the greatest nation on earth, then why do people from all over the world go to such huge lengths to come here? Hmm? But now, oppressive government restrictions, lockdowns, mandates, and the depletion of personal freedoms is taking a massive toll on the people. Suicide rates are up. Uh, addiction is rampant. People are turning to drugs and alcohol more and more, you know, as an uh, escape mechanism. There is so much unhappiness and despair going on due to all of the soul crushing restrictions being imposed and uh, all the fear mongering. So the need for a light at the end of the tunnel now is enormous. People need hope. The corrupt governmental overlords want to set themselves up as if they are our sources of hope. They tell us that we only have to do this, this, and this. You know, give up, give up these personal liberties here, and wear a mask, and get this shot, and everything will be okay. D- do as we say, and we'll take care of you, right? <laughs> they want us to view them as our saviors, but they're not. Their motives are far less than pure. And it really is part of the hellish attempt to make us dependent upon government rather than on God. I've talked about this many times. I don't say this flippantly. Just like Lucifer wanted to take God's place and be God, there are those who want just want power and wish to use government as a replacement for God. We are your sole providers of hope. We are your saviors. Bow down to us. We know what's best for you. Obey. Submit. It's all very 1984. Orwellian. They use terms like the greater good when they want you to sacrifice more of your freedoms. But that's a lie. It's not for anyone's good except those who are trying to rule over you. When I personally decide to make a sacrifice to help someone else, that's one thing. When a ruling body is forcing you to do it, that's a very different thing. Like charity. Charity is great. If you give of yourself you know, to, to benefit others, yeah, we're called to do that. But if government forces you to give something, that that's not charity, that you have no say in how they distribute the tax dollars they take from you, for example, it can go toward things you disapprove of, things that God even disapproves of. Forcing people to be charitable isn't supposed to be a function of the government, and that's not what charity is anyway. That's called socialism. And as we know from the lessons of history, if we paid attention, socialism is just a gateway drug to communism. We have to remind the people that there is a real and pure source of hope, and government ain't it. Our hope is in Jesus.
And the Bible says we are supposed to always be prepared to give reason for this hope that we have in Christ. Can you honestly say... Let me, let me put it this way. Can, can you honestly give a reason for any hope that you may have in government? You see, whereas God has been faithful and has never let me down, I can't say the same for government. And so we share our hope and our reasons for it, bring the gospel to those around us, and make disciples who can then spread the word to others and make more disciples. Why? Because that's our mandate, our calling, and our reason for being. The need for this is increasingly important as the world continues to drift further into the hopelessness and despair we've seen recently. Our job as Christians is to be salt and light. That's what the scripture tells us. You see, salt enhances and light, what does it do? It illuminates. So we can be, well, we can enhance the lives of others and bring them spiritual illumination by sharing Jesus with them. Jesus is more than just a source of strength and hope and joy and peace. He is more than just our Savior who paid the price of death for our sins, and all that is huge, huge. But yes, he's even more than that to us. He is our ever-present help and a friend that is closer than a brother. He's always there for us, always. He will never leave you or forsake you, ever. That's just... Wow, you know, wow. And the good news of salvation is that it is a free gift he offers to everyone who will believe in him and follow in his ways. And when you give up your liberty to an ungrateful government, you get nothing in return except empty promises. But when you give your life to Jesus, (laughs) he gives it back to you with a freedom that no tyrant can ever take away. And God, God's promises, God's promises are yes and amen. Now, here we are, starting a new year. People often look at a new year as a chance to start over, you know, uh, make positive changes or simply as a reason to renew their hope for the future. As Christians, we should look at this time as an opportunity to plan how to take back what the enemy has stolen and help renew the hope and joy of those around us. How do we do that? Well, I'm glad you asked that question, and we'll tackle that right after this. Folks, I cannot emphasize enough how important it is that you expand your social media presence. If social media is important to you at all, and nowadays it is to most of us, it's how we keep in touch with others, share our likes and opinions and so on. But more and more, the monopolies of big tech are censoring conservative voices. They're getting more aggressive about silencing and canceling people, and it's only a matter of time before it happens to you. Now, I'm not telling you to leave Facebook or Twitter or YouTube if you're using those outlets. Keep your accounts there as long as you're able to. But sooner or later, you're going to need alternatives. And there are some great ones available right now. 
I also have an account on MeWe. It's a lot like Facebook. Go to MeWe.com, M-E-W-E, MeWe, um, as well as three great Twitter substitutes, Gab, Parlay, and Getter. You can go to Gab.com. Uh, Getter is G-E-T-T-R, Getter.com. Parlay, that's the one a lot of people call Parler. It's a French word, P-A-R-L-E-R. Looks like Parler. It's pronounced Parlay. It means to talk. Um, also, the YouTube alternative, Rumble, is another great uh, outlet for you. Look, all I'm saying is it's a good idea to have an established social media presence on platforms that still support free speech. So then when big tech decides to cut you off for voicing your beliefs, you'll already have other accounts to fall back on. Platforms that don't censor you or shadow ban your content. Be ready. Utilize these great alternatives to the big tech giants who lean left and hate you for having a differing opinion. Don't let big tech silence you. So how are we going to take back all that the enemy has stolen from us? How is this war for the soul of America going to be won? Well, this will happen if we believe, trust in God, and get on our knees in fervent prayer. We need prayer warriors to take this fight straight to the gates of hell in spiritual warfare. And we need faith-filled saints of God to stand up and stand firm against injustice and wickedness. We all know people who have been adversely affected by the pandemic, by the shutdowns, and by the scope of the restrictions enacted by an overreaching government. Perhaps you, like me, lost a job during the past couple of years with all the restrictions and stuff. Maybe you uh, became depressed during the isolation of the lockdowns. Well, I'm here to tell you that you're not alone. In the midst of this trying time, many of our young children have begun enduring worse, as if the loneliness of being isolated from their friends wasn't enough. They finally got back to school and became inundated with CRT nonsense, black kids being told that they are victims and have a harder road ahead because of their white oppressors, white kids being told that they are privileged by their whiteness and that they should feel ashamed because of it. This is a horrible burden to lay upon our young. Beyond indoctrination, it's child abuse. It really is. It's an emotional strain that they don't deserve. And it's based on lies and political nonsense. Worse still, it intentionally reinforces divisions that shouldn't exist. There is such a vicious attack on people on so many different fronts right now. We have a responsibility to fight back against it, to rebuke it, and call it out for the evil that it is. We need to launch a counter-strike against the gates of hell. So right now, I want you to join me in prayer. Okay, Let's lift up the needs of our our nation and the people around us. Uh, You can probably think of off the top of your head, you can probably think of at least two or three people that you know that have been really horribly affected by what's been going on. Let's lift those people up. These people who have been so greatly affected by all our recent troubles and by the pervasive evil that influences our society. So pray with me, okay? In the name of Jesus, we reclaim the minds of our young people 
who have been indoctrinated by the corrupt powers of wickedness. We reclaim the educational systems which have been infiltrated by false narratives and lies. We reclaim the media from those who have been manipulating people with fear and division. God Almighty, we ask that the blind eyes and deaf ears be opened, that the truth be revealed, and that the lies be exposed. Lord, we call upon the angel armies of heaven to wage war against the demonic forces which are influencing governmental authorities. By the power of the Holy Spirit, we bind the hands of those who work wickedness in our land. We rebuke the evil which has become so acceptable in our society. The atrocities of abortion, the normalizing of abhorrent behaviors, and the glorification of self above God. As saints of God, purchased by the blood of Christ, we join together in one voice. We pledge to follow the example of Jesus, to spread the good news and make disciples. In agreement with one another, we call for an end to division and strife within the church body that our love and unity would serve as an example for the world around us. And as always, we seek your wisdom to be the prevailing guide in our lives. May the sick be made well. May the sad, lonely, and depressed be filled with joy. May the anxious and fearful be given peace and calmness of mind. And may your people rejoice in their deliverance from the oppression of the wicked, which are overcome by your name. Heavenly Father, we claim victory after victory in this coming year. And yours will be all the glory. When each battle is won, it will be your name which is lifted high. You are Yahweh, Jehovah God, our creator, our defender, the everlasting Lord, the mighty King of Israel, Deliverer, Redeemer, Alpha and Omega, the Holy One. We will exalt you among the people, and we will sing your praises in public places. Your will be done, and your kingdom come. Amen. Okay, I want to tell you about a recent acquisition I made. And by the way, this is not a paid advertisement. No, I'm not getting paid anything to say this. It's going to sound like a commercial, but trust me, it's a personal uh, recommendation by me. I absolutely love my new pillows from MyPillow.com. I mean it. I was listening to one of my favorite podcasters, Charlie Kirk, and heard him talk, talk about the products. I also really like Mike Lindell, the founder of MyPillow. Since he voiced his Christian conservative opinions and also aligned himself with Donald Trump, uh, yeah, how dare he? Well, he was canceled by the left. Big surprise. Well, the big box stores that used to carry his products dumped him, all because of his pro-America leanings. It's disgusting. So... I did it. I ordered two pillows from MyPillow.com, and I used Charlie's promo code KIRK at checkout to save a ton of money. I invite you to do the same, and see if you don't love your new pillows just as much as I love mine. Now, they also have bed sheets and other items available. It's all made in the USA, so try them out. 
go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code Kirk. That's K-I-R-K, Kirk, at checkout. Trust me, you'll thank me for this. Here again, I'm talking to fellow Christians, and I'm encouraging you to take full advantage of the power that's been given to us through Jesus Christ. Indeed, this is not an empty message nor a powerless gospel we preach. The enemy may use lofty words with no meaning, but not the sons and daughters of God. That's who you are, a child of the king. As such, we have a great inheritance. The Bible even calls us joint heirs with Christ. Check out Romans chapter 8. In verses 16 and 17, it says, The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. This passage indicates that the authority we have in God is manifested in us, recognized. The Spirit bears witness. This is all done through the Holy Spirit. But it also warns us that there is suffering involved. We don't like that part. We'd rather skip it. In fact, that's what keeps a lot of Christians from experiencing the fullness of the power and glory we otherwise have access to. I'd be more outspoken in my faith, but I'm afraid of the backlash. I don't want to be mocked and made fun of. I don't want to be known as the pushy Jesus freak in my neighborhood. If any of this sounds like you, I think your risk assessment skills are faulty. Let me ask you this. Would you allow a fear of needles? A lot of people have a fear of needles. Grown people, fear of needles, it's a real thing. Would you allow a fear of needles to prevent you from giving blood that would be guaranteed to save the lives of three people? That's about the average when you give blood. And I've always felt good about doing it. Yeah, I'm saving lives. Here you go. Take a little blood. There you go. Now, you might say, well, someone else's blood will save them if I don't give. Maybe, but what if you were their only hope? See, only the blood of Jesus can redeem people from sin. And if you aren't sharing him with those around you, how do you know someone else will? Are you willing to risk it? Would you rather be known as the Jesus freak in the neighborhood or as the person who failed to share Jesus with someone. What is it that you're afraid of? Being embarrassed? Now, there is such a thing as actual suffering for the cause of Christ. Do you really want to be known as someone who holds back due to a minor inconvenience or a socially awkward moment? Hey, man, I'm talking to myself here as much as I am any of you. And even when the cost is greater than that, the risk is well worth the reward. You could help alter someone's eternal destiny. Think about that. And continuing in Romans 8, that 18th verse is one of my favorites. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. Folks, I believe that the time for the glory to be revealed is close at hand. 
And if we're going to live up to our spiritual potential in these last days, well, we have to lay hold of our claim to the power of God. Jesus told his disciples that all power and authority under heaven had been given to him. And now we, we have access to that as well through the Holy Spirit. We're joint heirs with Christ. So we need to use that power and authority. We need to wage spiritual warfare, pray in the spirit, and declare victory over Satan and his forces. You know, the gates of hell cannot prevail against the saints of God. They just can't. Boldly proclaim the good news of Jesus to everyone. Take back the ground that's been lost to the wickedness of this world and rightly exalt Christ as Lord of all and King over our lives. Let me leave you with this. Ephesians 5 verse 14 reminds us, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. It's time to ignite the fire of a holy awakening in our nation and in our world. A Jesus revolution is coming. Are you ready to be part of it? This is no time to be sitting on the sidelines. I'm just saying. As always, thank you for taking a little time out of your day for this program. Please share the show with others through your social media of choice. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash kingdomhero67. That's facebook.com slash kingdomhero67. On Twitter at twitter.com slash kingdomhero67. It's twitter.com slash kingdomhero67. You'll also find links to our YouTube and Rumble channels as well as transcripts for this program at kingdomheroblog.com. That's kingdomheroblog.com. Until next time, I'm Stace Massengill, encouraging you to be a kingdom hero. Take care, and God bless. The worst episode ever. Come on, man. Worst episode ever. Support this show at kingdomheroblog.com slash support. That's kingdomheroblog.com slash support. Thank you. Wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. Good night, ladies. Good night.